From the Library of Congress in Washington, D.C. This is Rosemary Gerard at the Library of Congress. Saturday, August 30th, will mark the 14th year that book lovers of all ages have gathered in Washington, D.C. to celebrate the written word at the Library of Congress National Book Festival. The festival, which is free and open to the public, will hold evening hours for the first time ever this year in its new location, the Walter E. Washington Convention Center in Washington, D.C. Hours will be from 10 a.m. to 10 p.m. For more details, visit www.loc.gov bookfest. And now it is my great pleasure to introduce Theodore Taylor, who illustrated When the Beat Was Born, DJ Cool Herc, and the creation of hip-hop. Centered on Clive Campbell, soon to be known as DJ Cool Herc, the book chronicles the beginnings of hip-hop and its ability to create change. Theodore, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you. Now, Theodore, what I think listeners should first know about When the Beat Was Born is that while it's a picture book, the content of it is so fresh and can be appreciated by pretty much anyone spanning all ages. So did you specifically have children in mind when you created the images for this book, or were you creating for adult audiences too? Um, I guess it was a mix of both. Given the subject matter, I think some adults might be interested in what's the content of the book as well. But I think... I think the art style uh, could be interesting to different ages. I definitely agree. I mean, I saw your work, and I I just thought it was so fascinating. Why do you think it's important for us to understand the history of hip-hop and the impact it's had on our culture? Well, it's kind of a... Right now, it's kind of a global culture, and I think it's good for people to get a better understanding of the origins of uh, the genre of music and the culture. Um, The forefathers of hip-hop, mostly their idea was to bring people together. Like, I know Africa Bambata had a song called Peace, Unity, Love, and Having Fun, and I think uh, a lot of people forget that in the hip-hop genre. Yeah, I think it's especially important for kids to realize what the culture is really about. Mm -hmm. And I think that title that you just mentioned kind of says it all. And from what I've learned about you, I gather that you also have a personal interest in hip-hop. So um, how has that culture impacted you, or who are some of your favorite artists? Oh, uh, (laughs) well, it's been a big influence on my life for a long time. And back when I was a kid, I had a (laughs) a Mickey Mouse rap album. And then soon after that, I got the Men in Black soundtrack, which had a few of my current favorite artists, like uh, The Roots, uh, De La Soul, Tribe Called Quest, uh, Nas, people I still listen to today. But I think the the cultures had an influence on my visual art as well. Um, I got really into street art around high school, mm-hmm. which includes like graffiti, things like that. Yeah, it's, it's been pretty big for me. <laughs> right. Well, and I was going to say that your artwork seems to match the book and its content so perfectly. So did you find this project based on your interests, or did the project find you? Uh, it found me. The um, uh, Rowing Brook Press, uh, Colleen Venable and uh, Catherine, Jacobs, Catherine Jacobs at Rowing Brook Press found me through my Flickr account, actually. Oh. Um, <laughs> they... Uh, but I think they hired me because 
Um, I had been doing a lot of music portraits, mm-hmm. and uh, I also did a series of children's theater uh, posters. And I think the combination of that made them think that I'd be a good fit for the job. Well, you certainly were, and anyone who flips through this book can see that there's so much energy breathed into your illustrations. Can you tell us a little bit about that creative process and, and how you brought DJ Coolhark to life on paper? Yeah, um, it, was a, it was a long process. <laughs> but, um, right. <laughs> you know, I, uh, I looked up a lot of reference, did a lot of research online. Uh, it's hard to find a lot of photos from that era, especially of DJ Cool Herc when he was young. So uh, I looked up a lot of images of Jamaica in the 70s and 60s uh, for the, uh, the beginning of the book. I also found a lot of uh, reference for uh, hip-hop, or actually disco, um, right before hip-hop started uh, in the late 70s in New York, uh, like block parties and things like that. Did you find it hard that it was... Um well, number one, like you said, that you couldn't find too many early pictures of Clive yep. Campbell, but just did you try to stick to um, portraying him um, in as much detail as possible, or did you kind of take some artistic liberty with just portraying the culture in general and kind of making, or I guess portraying him how you wanted him to be portrayed? Uh, I think I did take some artistic liberty. Like, there's no pictures of him when he was a teenager, so... I kind of had to imagine what he would look like as a teenager. Right. Um, but that's what makes a good artist, I guess. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so what was it like collaborating with Laban Carrick-Hill, the author of When the Beat Was Born? Because I imagine that for the most part when you're doing you know, your album art or some things like that, you're kind of working uh, pretty much solo. So what was it like working with someone else who was creating the text behind your illustrations? Well, I didn't. I actually didn't have too much contact with Laban. Uh, we've emailed a few times, but I mostly worked uh, back and forth with um, Colleen and Catherine at Roaring Brook, mm-hmm. um, who looked over my sketches and things like that. But uh, I enjoyed it. That's great. And when did you begin creating artwork? Did you ever envision yourself illustrating a children's book? Uh, well, I've been drawing at least since elementary school. I've had a sketchbook. Or I've been carrying around sketchbooks since elementary school. Um, I think I started taking it seriously my senior year of college when my art teacher told me that I should go to art, uh, or that I should attend Virginia Commonwealth University uh, to study art. I didn't expect to do children's books specifically, but I think it's something I'd like to, or I'm going to pursue that in the future. Um, Wonderful. And you were the 2014 winner of the American Library Association's Coretta Scott King John Steptoe New Talent Award. So do you have any advice or words of encouragement for new or up-and-coming artists out there? Yeah. um, I'd say to just not to be afraid to share your work, especially online. Mm -hmm. You never know who's going to be looking at your work. I know... When I was in college, uh, they kind of frowned upon posting a lot of work on the Internet, but I think it's really valuable 
as a way of kind of networking and getting attention. Absolutely. And I mean, I guess you're a testament to that, considering you were discovered for this book on Flickr. So (laughs) that's a perfect example. And I know that, you know, art sometimes is one of those things that can be hard to break into. And um, I think it's probably easy to get discouraged. So do you have any um, advice on how to, um, I just, I guess, be persistent throughout that creative um, process? I'd say just draw a lot. (laughs) I know there's... um, there's some things online that, like uh, this website called Sketch Dailies, where they put up a theme each day, and you have to, or you can illustrate it if you want, but it just gives you an opportunity to keep drawing. But, yeah, just draw a lot. <laughs> right. Practice makes perfect. And as you may know, this year's National Book Festival theme is Stay Up With a Good Book. Is there a book you've read recently that you enjoyed staying up to read, or maybe in your case, some artwork that you really enjoyed staying up to look at? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I've been buying a lot of books recently. Jillian Tamaki, it was a book for First Second called This One Summer, written by Mariko Tamaki and Jillian Tamaki, um, or illustrated by Jillian Tamaki. It's a graphic novel for uh, I guess, teenagers, mm-hmm. but uh, first, second, released it, uh, and it's really great. <laughs> but yeah. I, I spent a few nights reading that. Well, that's great, um, especially, I think, any fans listening who are uh, planning on visiting the Graphic Novels Pavilion at the Book Festival, that's a wonderful recommendation. And are you working on anything right now? Are there any upcoming books or projects that your fans should know about? Yeah, I'm uh, actually working on three books. Or Shaquille O'Neal. Oh, wonderful. Yeah, which should be done by around March next year. I'm not sure when the release is, but I'm also working on writing my own book for Roaring Brook, uh, the publisher of When the Beat Was Born. I think we're going to uh, kind of come up with a story focused on street art, uh, kind of introducing kids to street art in murals, things like street art festivals, but that's in the works. Wonderful. Well, we'll certainly be on the lookout for those because I know how well your latest book has been received. We've been hearing from Theodore Taylor, who will appear on Saturday, August 30th in the Picture Books Pavilion at the National Book Festival at the Washington Convention Center. Thank you so much, Theodore. Thank you. This has been a presentation of the Library of Congress. Visit us at loc.gov.